0: Welcome to Timeline Scavengers, the podcast specifically designed to last forever. I'm Colin Parker, a, v- a host with no voice.
1: And I'm James Anderson, a host with more
0: voice than normal. Hi. <laughs> it was a, a pie chart and it went too far. <laughs> That's right. and went, oh no, it's getting worse. What's happening?
1: It, I'm you know, only Ursula, getting better. What is? What's going on? Oh my God.
0: You know, like Little Mermaid at the time of recording yeah. just came out. It feels very much like I've accidentally made a deal. And you're getting more and more of my voice, yes, and I'm getting accidentally. worse. accidentally. Oops, oh no. On this show, we're I'll going to the MCU. Get the prince.
1: In... <laughs> On this show, we're going through the MCU in historical order, scene by scene, or day by day, until the end of time.
0: That is the truth, and uh, I do apologize because I also gave us a long bit of an intro, yeah. And that was so rude of me, considering we have a guest that we, we sure have to do. also welcome in. Uh, so hello welcome into the podcast fisher hello
2: what's up my voice sounds like this now too uh hey. oh cool <laughs> great <laughs> i'm kidding i'm, I'm only kidding. getting all of your voices <laughs> no i'm super happy you. to be here wow. um thank you for inviting me
1: <laughs> yes welcome 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 um Colin is go- normally if Colin had a voice Colin would say no we're gonna get into things but before we do that James has a couple of questions we like to ask new guests and then Sweet. I would be like that's right Colin and well said and he would say why would you say that and I would be like I don't know so then I'd be like anyways <laughs> um Fisher we have two questions uh the yeah. first is uh, how did you get into uh, Marvel? Whether it be the movies, the comics, the cartoons, TV shows, whatever. What is your inroad to uh, being a Marvel fan?
2: Sure. Um, honestly, it all started with a box of comics that my dad had in the basement that was oh, just sitting there. Classic. And I found it one day, and he didn't care. He didn't like bring it up to me. I just found the box and started flipping through stuff, and I don't know. Like I, I just kind of fell in love with it immediately. I didn't ever buy yeah. comics for myself, but I just had a box of like, yeah, old like. 80s, 90s comic books, even like some weird like awesome. Archie stuff, like uh, like yeah. a lot of horror comics too. So uh-huh. yeah, just kind of fell in love with comic books from there. And then obviously MCU starts when I'm like 12, I think. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, okay. I was like perfect time for it. Wrote it all the way through, right. like t- till um, Endgame, and then kind of fell off after that, to be honest. Yeah. But yeah. I've still loved, I've still loved everything. So. Uh,
1: I got I inherited a box of comics from my mom's friends' kids. Who I guess were too cool for comics. I'm sorry, cool. whatever. What? Uh, no, I, I, <laughs> they probably going to college or something. A uh, lot of com of the comic book The Nam about Vietnam that I had really? never heard of That's before so that. But I was like, I mean, I guess like Howling Commandos was sort of like that for World War II, but it was just weird to be like, yeah, all right. Mm-hmm. Although I did just read an Iron Man comic book today that was literally uh, Tony Stark's taking a stand against Vietnam in this like. We didn't get what we were supposed to done. Uh d- we didn't get what we were supposed to write done this month. <laughs> so we have this extra other story that's a flashback story. <laughs> really they were in the middle weird. of this huge arc and they took two months off because they just, I don't know, whoopsied, I guess. That's I don't so know. Weird. Yeah. That's sick. Anyways, Box of Comics <laughs> is classic and I love that yeah. very, very Hell yeah. much. Uh the other question that I want to ask you is uh we like to have people sort of plug Uh, whatever they want to plug at the top of the show rather than the bottom of the show when people are sick of hearing Colin. People are sick of hearing my voice and then, um, you know, normally also Colin's. So (laughs) what uh, would you like to plug or what are you working on and where can people find it?
2: Sure. Uh, I guess I'll first plug my personal podcast. I do uh, a dirtbag leftist comedy podcast with some comedians down here in Austin called Mouse at a Wedlock. I've been going for over a year now, so. That's been super Fantastic. fun. Congratulations. Cool. Thank you. Thank you. And then I'm also um a technical director over at Rooster Teeth and we just relaunched RTP today. So, check that out. And what is Rooster Teeth? I'm what is <laughs> <that. I'm> just- <laughs> What is that Rooster Teeth? No, actually,
1: actually, have you heard of the I said it just blue. because of Colin, but <laughs> Tell You know, we actually haven't done this. For the for the people sure. out there that might not have heard of Rooster Teeth, give us like a, a a back of the envelope synopsis of what Rooster Teeth is. Welcome to the show. <laughs>
2: Sure, sure. <laughs> I would say it's one of the oldest web video like things that's been around. It's like twenty years old. We're doing twenty year anniversary this year. Um, if you know okay. red versus blue or like some of that classic machinima stuff, you'll definitely recognize that. And then obviously the podcast, you got off topic, you got Richard Teeth Podcast, you got always open. So it's kind of a sure. podcast network at this point with a lot of other videos coming out of it as well. But but yeah, yeah, it's a big thing in Austin, Texas.
1: Fantastic. Excellent, excellent, excellent. Well, Colin, I am my <clears throat> I'm kind of getting a little, my throat's kind of music. so if you could take oh, over no. for just
0: a little bit, that would be. Uh, that's right, James. My powerful voice is ready. There we go. Now Great. audio is showing up on the sound waves. <laughs> um, my powerful voice is ready to talk to you all about What If Season 1, Episode 2, starting at six minutes even Yep. and ending at eight minutes and four seconds. And here's what happens. Earth, Wakanda, 1988. A young T'Challa says, I'm tired of living in a bubble. There's an entire world out there, Baba. Yes, one of war, violence, and hatred. That war, nope, that world, has nothing to offer Wakanda. There must be more, but we must be brave enough to search for it. I do understand, my son. Though the blood of a king runs through your veins, it is pumped by the heart of an explorer." But as someone who has ventured out into the greater world, let me assure you, all you will find there is destruction and pain. Those people do not understand our way of life. And as T'Chaka walks away, the smile and understanding begin to fade from T'Challa's face. Mm. The Watcher's voiceover states, What you call destiny is just an equation, a product of variables. T'Challa is running through a field playing with a spear, chucking it as far as he can and running to pick it up just to throw it again but one throw takes it through the force field slash camouflage shield. He thinks for a moment, but then walks right through it. The Watcher continues, Right place, right time. Or in some instances, the wrong place at the wrong time. As T'Challa puts his hand on the spear, a bright light shines overhead. As we see the spaceship that sourced the light descends on him, uh, the Watcher states, As fate would have it, at that very moment, a Ravager spacecraft was arriving on Earth to abduct the spawn of the Celestial, Ego. Oh, I wonder what that means. Uh-huh. Well, we'll find out later. Uh-huh. T'Challa smiles and says, cool. <laughs> um, as he approaches Yandu, we find that in this universe, he let his subordinates do the job. So, of course, they grabbed the wrong kid. Yandu is upset, but Kraglin points out that T'Challa, quote, fits the description. And that description, of course, is two eyes, two holes, two hear holes, and one eat hole.
1: He's a he says two, two see holes, right?
0: Uh, oh, he might have. Sorry, uh, no, no, no. Two eyes. He says eyes
1: and then two like, holes
0: because I remember uh, eye I think holes, nostril,
1: maybe, but I could be I mean, wrong. Two eye holes. Two. Okay, okay. He's. I don't know. Uh, okay. for, for I'm me, sorry. You, you wrote it I down. Sworn, I apologize.
0: Listen, Colin, I mean, maybe I I'm wrong. I, I could have what... sworn in the captions. Yeah, I could have sworn the captions said two eyes, two holes, which I thought meant nose. Fair enough. Because you know, you have nostrils. Sure. Um, to hear holes and one eat whole. Okay. Um, he puts up a hologram next to T'Challa and asks, Does this really look like Peter Quill to y'all? <laughs> a man uh with a name that's probably very good and what strikes fear and all that hear it says that all of the humans look the same to him, which is like kind of both progressive and yeah. racist somehow <laughs> at the same yeah. time, which is very wild.
1: Racist in like a
2: larger <laughs> Right. Yeah, 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 exactly. That's Taserface, um, right? That's Taser Face, I believe.
0: Uh no yeah it is yeah no, we just haven't we have, a, have a, it's weird it's like, oh sorry spoilers no. spoilers spoilers oh, no. yeah, it's one of those fun little things yeah everyone's wearing name uh,
1: tags so we don't have to mess around with this like spoiler exactly, stuff
0: yeah. <laughs> um Craglin explains that the radar that they had for otherworldly energies was off the charts where T'Challa was so clearly he was the right one but then T'Challa explains to them that that was probably because of the ancient vibranium mines that come from the you know meteorite and that you know that that old chestnut yeah remember the um, second episode to- of the show. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Think back over 250 episodes. (laughs) By the time this comes out, actually probably about 300 episodes ago. Yeah. um, Which is pretty wild. Not even three years. Think about that math for a second. Yeah. Yondu notices that T'Challa isn't scared at all and asks why he was even out there in the first place. T'Challa says, exploring the world. Yondu takes him to the front of the ship. Why stop at just one world, huh? And we can show you them all. Not gonna lie. I feel Your like I sound exactly like, like that's Yeah, that's good. No, I do sound exactly <laughs> that like that. That is my good. Coworker. Um T'Challa's face lights up in wonder at the cosmos stretched out in front of them. So, thoughts on this scene or this day in Marvel history?
1: <laughs> Fisher, you please 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 take the take the first one if you if you would. Uh, I think
2: would. Yeah, I think it's just kind of shocking how willing he is to be abducted and uh <laughs> he's just he's just cool with it. Um yeah. <laughs> Just Let's no hesitation. Go. Yeah, I don't I don't think there's... A, is there alien contact in Wakanda before this? Like, that they... Does he know about aliens? He's just cool with aliens? Just point yeah, blank. I'm, cool. Yeah. I mean, I guess yeah. that's adventurous young kid, but, like, just insane to watch. Like, I don't know how old yeah. he is, but just... Yeah, I'm in a spaceship, and I'm going to leave for 20 years
0: now. I think, you know, the interesting thing here is that Although being in space is different, Mm -hmm. I think a lot of that technology doesn't seem that far off from what he is used to. That's fair. In Wakanda, you know, with the the, their flying ships um, and everything like that.
1: I I uh, it's it's so like the fun thing about this episode of What If is to directly compare it to Guardians of the Galaxy, Um, Mm -hmm. and like, listen. So Last better. episode that took uh, place on this exact same day in an alternate universe, um, we talked about how sad it is to have just made this, had this huge loss, and and we actually talked a little bit about like it being on the worst day of Peter Quill's life probably didn't help with the abduction. Right. This was just sort of like a Tuesday for for T'Challa. Um, who, by the way, this is the first time we've met T'Challa in any capacity, which is a wild thing to uh, to consider. Wow. So uh, watch this space, I guess. Um, uh, but to see that he's just sort of like, uh, I I have something to contribute about your mystery, about why you've abducted me. Uh, we can talk. We can drive and talk. I don't know. Let's just uh, let's just hit it. Um, I you think were so
0: a- close. It was a Thursday. Dang it! Ah, oh, damn. Oh. That's
1: wild. <laughs> I had a one in seven chance.
0: Yeah. I guess that's it. I? I mean, I th- I thought you were like maybe saying it like off off the top of, I sorry, I couldn't tell if it was off the top of your head. God, or if you like knew.
1: I I so really appreciate up. you giving me that credit cuz I would love to have have prepared that bit in advance. Like I just have, just two, like I just you have Thursday circled. Just
0: Anytime in the show notes, if I say like it was just a Tuesday afternoon or whatever, right? Yeah, I always look up that day that we've said it is to see what day of the week it was. Yeah, I and I just appreciate so that. No one can call me out on my yeah. bullshit, James.
1: Um, so I would ne- I literally just now was like, it. I should know what day it was. Nah, no one's gonna know what day it was. No one's gonna look that up <laughs> immediately. Uh, what am uh, I Um, and then I also uh. I don't know. I just I like I like when Yandu interacts with basically anyone. Um, it's just I agree. Yeah. yeah. He's horrible in a lot of ways, but like. Also, really he is also wholesome. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. I think it's, you know, a little bit of like almost like toxic masculinity in a way.
2: Yeah. It's like if you your know, dad like was like in of- a motorcycle gang or something. Yeah, yeah, he
0: yeah. kind of feeds into that like I have to be aggressive in order to be taken seriously. But he's not. But he he's does never care. Like,
1: he's never like, it's not. T- it's like, t- it's I guess tough love. I guess it's sort of more tough sure. love than toxic masculinity. He's never like, uh, you sissies didn't pick up the right kid, or.
0: No, but like there is a lot of like, you know, you have to be tough and be yeah. a man to like stand up to people, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, I guess toxic masculinity is maybe not the best. I mean, because also like in space, <laughs> masculinity is probably even way more like it's a spectrum it's like, here. But like it's imagine. Like how they're space. racist
1: on a larger level. It's toxic oh, yeah, on, a That's much an, larger, on a larger yeah, level. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah.
0: For <laughs> sure.
1: I uh just I you know, I don't know if we're gonna do, you know, what what if would you have liked to have seen in the eighties or whatever. Um, we have one more episode to record in the eighties, so I mean, I guess that's our chance. Um, I would like to have seen uh, them abduct like a young uh, Carol Danvers or Natasha Romanoff or uh, like Ooh. a girl uh, to see what differences we'd see in in how Yondu. Because I I just have this feeling Yondu would be the exa- <laughs> would be the exact same. With any kid that was going to show, for sure, yeah.
0: yeah. I do think though that like you run into the issue of if it's Natasha, she's not staying. They're going to be like, yeah, and then we have the what, <laughs> where'd the she help? go? Like, and the kids, she's just parachuting
1: out. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the whole the whole episode of what if is like a Roadrunner cartoon <laughs> mm-hmm. where they keep trying to capture
0: her. <laughs> or they're like, yeah, we got the kid right, and they're like, where is she? And then you hear the self destruct sequence start, <laughs> and they're like, oh my god, <laughs> you know. She's already like taken the Milano and she's you know I, uh, and they're, like in the big ship.
1: Um yeah. I I it's already one of my favorite what if episodes and you just conceptualized it for me Colin. So great job. It's Vindex. a short episode. It is a, it's, it's a short minutes. it's a short
2: episode. <laughs> it's a vignette.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's part of an anthology. Love that. Where
2: they kidnap they Love kidnap that. each young hero of the Marvel Cinematic Universe yeah. one at a time. Oh. See what happens. Okay though. Okay. Now
1: we're in. I mean
2: <laughs> That's yeah, a limited I'm series at that. least.
1: <laughs> what if the Avengers were all
2: individually kidnapped by <laughs> It's Pretty good. I have a question for you guys. How do you feel about where does this what if stuff fit into the MCU timeline in your minds? Because we're going like by the date, obviously, but like right. with all the multiverse stuff. I don't know if you we don't have to talk about that if that's not what's on the show, but like what is, no, what, that is what do you guys show. think? Yeah.
1: Okay, great, great, great. Uh, yeah. I put this as the exact same day as Peter Quill was abducted. It could be a day or two before if they came down and got to Wakanda faster or whatever. Sure. Um, for me and Colin can speak. <laughs> <laughs> Colin will have the opportunity to speak uh, when, when, uh, uh, of his own thoughts. But like for me, for these what ifs, and it's going to get weird once we get into more than like Modern establishing stuff. shots because um, yeah. like when we got into Captain America with Captain Carter it was weird to be like okay so this is happening like we're actually going to see this the next time we see this episode of What If we're going to have to talk about this is taking place before the thing happens in Guardian of the Galaxy like by years because right. T'Challa is such a better Star Lord. Oh leaps and bounds <laughs> I mean <yeah. laughs> he doesn't have to there's no period of acclamation. T'Challa told them about his holidays that day like it was no like yeah when is he gonna talk about you know whatever yeah
0: yeah I will say though that like what's funny to me is that like okay I want to I want to poise something here which is that uh yes he does end up still going by the name of Star-Lord yeah but I want to argue that he is just a better person not a better Star-Lord hold hold your thoughts for a second okay Because I think part of the joy, or part of the characterization of the character of Star Lord, is being kind of this like mostly incompetent,
1: right? Kind of like you
0: know swashbuckling space pirate who like sometimes is on the top of his game and that, but most of the time is like failing forward. Little Jack Sparrow, Um, absolutely. 100%. It is a little bit of I guess like a what if he didn't do that right? Like how good could Star Lord be? Right. But at the same time, I'm like, oh, like yeah, sure. He wears the same outfit uh, basically. He has the same helmet. But at the same time, I'm like, to me, it's just it's just watching T'Challa. You yeah. know, it's not watching Star for Lord. But for sure, I um, agree, I agree it is still that. a very fun concept. Yeah,
1: yeah, for sure. I agree. I agree with that. Um, I think and I think that like. It's a thing where it's like uh, optimizing something doesn't always make it better.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, it does in this case. It does, like <laughs> it, it does, but like it makes it very different. Right.
1: Yeah. Like if Indiana Jones was always great and always had the right solution at the exact same time, and it never hurt his hand to punch anyone, that's just a Harrison Ford thing. Right. Like it True. wouldn't be as fun to watch. <laughs> like,
0: like if he absolutely. in the first movie got away with a golden idol, yeah, that would suck.
1: <laughs> Indy wins again. He'd be insufferable. Yeah. Marcus would be like, get out of here. Get yeah. out.
0: I like the idea that he's this, you know, obscenely handsome guy, but like he doesn't necessarily see himself that way yeah. to some extent. Aww. You know, he's just like, I'm just, well, I mean, he does, but like I mean, he's relatable. like, I'm a professor. He's like, I'm, um, he's like, I'm a professor. You know, so he's like, I'm just trying to teach. Yeah. And all these people are like, ah, swoon. Right. And he's yeah. like, ah, okay. Anyway, back to the and you know, period. Yeah. Um, and then like they're like, "Hey, we need this thing," and he's like, "Ooh, get out of the suit and <laughs> grab the whip!" All right, I'm on it. Field you know? trip. Yeah, exactly. Field trip. Um, what is funny though is that there is a little bit of, of uh, uh, Han Solo in him. Yeah. right like, in that oh, yeah, character, sure. just because of the way he's like, I just need two thousand dollars, right? Like the way he's like <laughs> swindling people for their money to get these you know projects off the ground is so funny to me. Yeah. I was like, yeah, he can't escape that part.
1: Yeah. Did you guys, did either of you read the comic where uh, Han Solo and Chewie fell to Earth and were discovered by Indiana Jones?
0: I did not. That's no. awesome, actually. Is that, is that
1: like, canon? Or? I, I don't, I doubt it. But uh, Yeah, it sounds it's, awesome. It's a th- he, like, it's a Star Wars comic, and then they crash land on this planet, and then it's like 3,000 years later, because remember, it's a, a long time ago, right. right, right. 3,000 years later, like, machete cutting through the jungle and it's indiana jones and he finds this skeleton he's like wow this guy so like they say something incredibly like lampshady about like you know what an incredibly handsome skeleton or some sure. some dumb thing um but it's i i find that incredibly like chilling and eerie in a way that they everyone who wrote that was like i hope that there's one person out there that's like whoa for all the people that are also gonna be like oh boy we get this it is ing- it's the same this actor
2: <laughs> this is incredibly off topic but have you heard the theory that all of the Indiana Jones movies are like dreams while he's in Carbonite and Star Wars that's pretty
0: cool holy I've never heard that that's pretty interesting
1: <laughs> I here's what I love about that yeah the professor part yep yeah
0: yep. <laughs> he's dreaming and about and also just the fact that even in his dreams students. he can't help yep. but fail all the time
1: the professor part is when uh, C-3PO walks by the Carbonite yeah <laughs>
0: He's like,
2: I British was doing voice. this adventure Keeps and then all in. of a sudden
1: I'm back in a classroom. What is happening? Right. <laughs> oh, my. Um. Anyway, so yeah, that. well, I love that also. So uh, yeah. Yeah. This Indiana Jones podcast is brought to you today by.
0: Now, Catast. you know. Let's hold on to that. I'm going do something. Um, so.
1: Cast. Cat, uh, cast. Hmm. cat Hast. Cat
0: Hat and whip. Oh, I think it would be a, it would be a interesting title. Yeah. Um, Raiders of the lost pod. That probably already exists.
1: Um, there's definitely okay. Indiana Jones minute and they've been going forever. so for Raiders of the lost
0: podcast does exist Fuck. Yeah, for sure. <sighs> I mean, I, I shouldn't be surprised. It's 2023. <laughs> yeah. But still sometimes you go,
1: maybe. Uh, yeah.
0: Um, so uh okay. Back on to yes. T'Challa what
1: if we actually stuff. talked about the yeah.
0: Sure. So what my if? question for you though is I have a I have a a a guestion. Okay. Slash hostin. Oh guestion okay. is question, but for a guest, you know. Um so one of the big things here, right, is that I feel like another reason why T'Challa is not scared. Right is because just like his father says, you have the heart of an explorer. Yeah. And so he gets into this place and it is nothing but exploration. Right. You know, and so I think he does have a brave face because he's kind of meant for it. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. He's like kind of meant for great (laughs) things, you know? Right. Um, So my question to you, though, is is that like, when you were a kid, right, what was your sort of explorer's heart, right? Like, what was the thing Mm. that maybe you were, as a kid, you were kind of like, ooh, I'm like dying to do this thing, even if it wasn't like something that panned out or anything. In a way, it's kind of like, what was your first dream job, right? But I feel like, as kids, we all have like ideas and dreams and things that we're like, you know, one of these days I'm gonna get in a spaceship and I'm gonna explore the galaxy.
2: Mm. I mean, this is a lot less. I mean, this is a lot less stakes than getting in a spaceship. But I used to try to go camp on sandbars all the time with buddies in like middle school and high school. We would float down a river, find a sandbar, put up a tent, and try to like just camp there for a couple of nights. But it, we had no idea what we were doing. We had like one kayak, <laughs> so <laughs> like uh, we we had the the gumption to go do it, kind of like T'Challa, maybe. Sure. But like we didn't go to space. We went five miles down a river. So I guess it's a little bit less. But I guess that maybe fits. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I exploring.
1: I I do like a what if where to stoked to be there and he has an explorer's heart, but also zero know how. So they're like, mm. this kid rules. Wait, he just opened the. Oh, geez. Oh, Someone no. Someone closed the hatch. Oh, God.
0: He immediately spaces himself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Not pushing that. That would be a Peter. <laughs> <thing>. <laughs> What's this do? <laughs> God, how many times do
2: you think Peter actually did that kind of thing? Oh,
1: All, all like, the time. They actually for made they, up a fake console of all red buttons for him to just go through and press. Yeah. The they gave him a says. console
2: with uh, it wasn't plugged in, you know?
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Uh,
2: They gave him the Mad
0: Cats. Uh, <laughs> that's right. Uh, one that's a like give, a third-party controller. the whale you Thank usually you. give. Thank you. A whale give, like your little sibling, 3. like the bad one. Yeah, oh, yeah.
1: Got yeah. it. Got it. Um, I just had a sibling ten and a half years later. That was how I avoided having to play video games with my siblings. So, okay. You know, gotcha. just uh, and then by then, by the time she could play video games, I was fucking amazing. So you know, it was great because I could just you know, uh, you know, outrace her all the time and just uh, no, she's great. Um. My dream as a child was to be an archaeologist like Indiana Jones because of Indiana Jones. Mm-hmm. I then found out that it's a lot of being dirty and being meticulous with your yeah. fine motor skills. And so uh, I I jettisoned that one into space uh, because mm-hmm. I, I don't have patience or uh, like getting my hands dirty, like literally um, or yeah. figuratively. Um, I'm incredibly lazy, everyone. So that is something that has anything to do. Um, though I will True. say,
0: <laughs> sorry, I'm getting, no. i
1: um, in college, here's my Explorer's heart. This is a perfect, a perfect example. I think of what you're talking about and Fisher, thank you because you, you brought it to mind. My roommate and I, uh, were obsessed with the railroad tracks that ran through our college town and we had this dream of just walking the tracks. Just one weekend, mm. we were just going to go walk up the tracks. I I was prepared for it. I thought I was stoked about it. Uh we were, our the mission was to find a coat rack on the side of the track of the tracks cuz we really wanted a coat rack in our dorm room. Um and I checked out on the road from the library
0: You, you were know, in your standby me era.
1: Yeah, exactly, right. Um then I fell uh, and twisted my ankle in a way that I could have absolutely gone on this trip, but I canceled it because I was scared of uh, actually executing the actual trip itself. And Caleb knew that and uh, was disappointed, but I was like, my ankle though, and then he's like, you're walking on it right now and I'm like, shh, 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 shh. we're not going, but So I never went on that uh, never went on that oh, trip no. and it could have been the, the one that changed my life forever.
2: No, it probably um, would have sucked. Um, but and it got something for your dorm room, you know. That's right. There were, yeah, you know, exactly.
1: the, uh, the fields of endless coat racks that were just outside yeah. of town that I never got to see.
2: Were you expecting to find one like that? That's the yeah. part of the story. Oh, okay. Yeah. You, you just we were sure <laughs> could there'd be one why, there.
0: Why were you convinced
2: of this? by Yeah. Me?
1: Oh, just um, me being who I am, just optimistic. Short,
2: like, and, you know, okay. Never mind that track. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> just, yeah.
0: Was it when you were thinking about this? You just sort of like kind of usual suspected it. You were like, and when I go on this trip, I'll uh, see uh, uh, coat racks. No, we we
1: we specifically had already Hmm. searched the town. We wanted a coat rack in our room. It was a thing Hmm. that we really, really, really wanted, and I'm not even sure what the what the need was. But it was that thing where it's like we can't find it, and so we only need it more.
0: It also makes you look a little sophisticated. It a
1: little mm. sophisticated, exactly right. I could have gotten a hat.
0: Hmm. you have one now? Brought to you
1: by hats. I um, guess. Hat uh. But yeah, uh, no. So My it was not sponsor. like, oh, let's see, oh, we want to. It was like, no, no, no. The thing we're looking for, if like the I want our I want song was all about a coat rack, like, um, like it would have been called like a nice rack, and then it would have turned out mm. to have been about a coat rack. And it'd be like, oh, that's mm, cheeky. And I like that. Like, yeah. yeah. Very Anyways, cheek the whole time, Colin. Um, it could also go about a yeah. spice rack if we wanted that, but
0: that's fair. Yeah. You know, who knows? Um, What's
1: your explorer's story?
0: I also, for a brief time, wanted to be an archaeologist. Also because of Indiana Jones. Yeah. My mom's brother, or one of my mom's brothers, is an archaeologist, and he uh. came by my fourth period. Fourth period, sorry, my fourth grade class. To teach us about like a bunch of stones and rocks and like cool stuff that you could find like, you know, on dig sites and stuff. But then I did find out that it is actually pretty boring and it's not like Indiana Jones. You're not dodging stuff. And also I'm not exactly super physical and I'm very allergic to the outdoors. So I was like, oh, I'm not made for this. You know what's funny Um, is
1: that's what Indiana Jones spends his entire – every. if you pay attention to just the class time, all he's saying is this is so boring. It's not a treasure hunt. It sucks. You have to do research. Read, read, read. Of course then he goes out and does the opposite. So it's, it's great
0: like, because like you know that there's someone that's like really thankful for for him and his teaching and like they became an archaeologist and they do the really boring work. Yeah. But they think it's you know, it's the best. enthralling. Yeah. They're like, yeah. it's incredible. They're like, Yeah, I recently dug up just a, you know, a brand new pot. Well, not brand new, but you know, a pot that we never knew existed oh. here. You know, like in Pontiac. this new, t- and I was like, No, 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 whoa, like, we, we found this like ancient pottery, and I'm yeah. just so excited about yeah. it. What did you do? It's like, Well, I did find the Ark of the Covenant, and, and I watched Nazis melt, <laughs> and then they're like, Huh, okay, hmm,
2: but this seems pasta. a little different than you taught us about
0: teach, you know, but okay,
2: and you found aliens.
1: What you didn't talk yeah, about exactly. that in class, you didn't talk about the aliens. I will say we did have my in my ke- chemistry major uh, a lot of people that were there because they wanted to be forensic investigators like on CSI mm. for a little bit they were there Ow. for Ooh, a little bit you. and then they were like yeah. oh this is not exciting and we're like yeah we keep trying to tell you that
0: <laughs> you also have to be really good at one liners and that's like terrible. that's
1: why I was there and yeah. like I don't know where I missed the the off ramp for yeah you didn't
0: have the right sunglasses. It was a huge. and You must have missed that class. It was. A, it's a huge part of it. Yeah, big. Part. You have to be able to be like looking at the the scene. Yeah. Start the one liner and then put the sunglasses on. Right. Just the oh the wow yeah. exactly yeah. thank you. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I and I was all, all going around being like no shade, but and they're like yeah we know no shades at all, and I was like oh. <laughs> okay.
2: My generation just so wanted to be see YouTubers. Uh, just we didn't yeah. we didn't get yeah. the the archaeologist thing. It was just I want to be a YouTuber basically.
0: Um, I will say that this is proof that twice in James's life, it turns out he just needed a pair of glasses. <laughs> true. <laughs> yeah, um,
1: um, that's true. One mm-hmm. one way more life effecting than, the, than other. the other. That's true. But uh, that's up to uh, you, the listening audience, to find out which one is which.
0: So, okay, I'm gonna real quick pivot though. So, um, from going from like an explorer's mind or explorer's life and wanting to sort of settle. The sandbars of undisclosed locations um where was the pivot from sandbars to play bars
1: oh
2: space bars maybe mm, like Try a, to make some sort of yeah like a level. like
1: a bar like on the computer like a keyboard
2: yeah exactly like the next big step is that what you're saying kind of
1: like how did you pivot from being like a kind of like, a sandbar yeah.
2: yeah oh sure um to now I mean I How guess your I,
1: dreams uh evaporate I guess is what no, okay, kind of I says. I see. I <laughs> see. Well, I was a computer
2: science student freshman year at Kansas State University. And uh, I was watching funhouse videos and it looked way more fun than mm-hmm. what I was doing. So I decided I would move to Austin by myself with no money and uh harass a DP in town to get PA work on random commercial sets and I did that for 3 years. So I guess that was the next big step but uh yeah one second oh. just making a quick note
0: harass <laughs> <It> works <laughs> it really people. works no, actually i'm just kidding oh. <laughs> I, I think there's like a professional harassing versus like you know harassment, harassment well, you
2: know? I, there was three messages back to back so. were you from the east area
1: <laughs> yeah. where, where where in what region of the country are you from Originally. I'm from Kansas
2: originally. Okay,
1: so there was yeah. a, you went south seeking your fortune instead of that's going right. west seeking your fortune. But uh,
2: hopefully, I west soon. There's a yeah. All right, nice. Nice. we'll see. We'll see. Big big tease. I guess I I, I don't know. <laughs> it's like eight months out, maybe. We'll have to see. Gotcha. So you know, everyone stay tuned. We,
0: yeah. Will you be near sandbars and stuff again?
2: I hope so. I I think I want to carry that over from my middle school life. You know, just float down a river Hell for five yeah. miles yeah. and. Try to cook hot dogs over a fire of wet driftwood. You know, it was a pretty good okay. time. Oh, that, sure. that made me feel
0: a little bit better. I was concerned yeah. that you were going to try and cook the hot dog like on the canoe oh. on In the, the river, and I was like, "That's right, that's, yeah." That's, oh, that's yeah. some yeah.
1: James. That's some James logic there. Yeah, of yeah. course. Yeah. No, I, I
0: feel you there. Yeah, it makes sense. A fisher is want to be near water. <laughs> oh, there you True. go. Mm.
1: I like how you, you, have you brought it. all that together. Good job, Colin.
0: I brought it all home. Um, That is all that I have for this. But I think, James, you might have a quick segment. I have a
1: quick segment of Avengers Ensemble.
0: Avengers Ensemble.
1: All right. Um, I'm coming in three seconds early, and I'm sure that I am. So, future Colin, you know, get bent. Um, So, we (laughs) are talking about what if season one, episode two, it's called, What if T'Challa Became Star-Lord? I like What If episodes and also What If comic books, because they just tell you straight up, what's up? What's going on here? Uh, it aired on uh, August 18th, 2021, which is the birthday of a uh, former guest of the show, uh, Mark, my friend Mark. It, that is his birthday. Um, it was his birthday that day, and I was like, shh, I'm watching TV. He's like, "But my birthday? Directed by Brian Andrews. He directed um, a couple of other... He directed, so far, all of the What If episodes we've covered, it may be that he directed all of the What If? episodes. I'm not positive. Uh, and he is in preparation to direct at least one episode of the new Marvel Zombies show um, that is coming soon. Uh, is it?
2: Well, I had, I've had i never heard of that.
0: Has that been announced? According to IMDb, it is. Because they keep saying it's coming, but then they just like don't say anything. Well, I
1: mean, so the I writer's strike is really affecting a whole bunch. That's uh, true. That's true. So, um, they're just going to have like reality Marvel stuff. Um, they're going to give people superpowers and put them in a house. Um, I'd, I'd watch it. Um, it was written by Matthew Chauncey, who we have uh, talked about before because he wrote uh, Ms. Marvel's episodes one or sorry, episodes three and four. Um, so two of the three Ms. Marvel episodes we've covered so far. Um, and then we get into some actors. We have T'Challa who is played in this by a, uh, a person named Maddox Robinson who uh, has sort of a short filmography of mostly voice work but uh, you know obviously still young uh did voice work on Frozen 2, Ralph Breaks the Internet, Olaf's Frozen Adventure, Moana and Turning Red Disney um but all great all great movies I'm going to say all great movies for those um plus this which is also great but it's not a movie moving on uh Tchaka is played by the actor who we will see playing Tchaka in live action, John Connie. Uh, He also did uh, Rafiki in the, I'm going to use the word live action here. That's fair. But by which I mean non-card, the non-cartoon Lion King. The CGI Uh, one. The CGI one, right. The CGI Joe. That's nothing. Uh, Rafiki, just like like G.I. Joe. I'm, I've, so he was Rafiki in that, and he played T'Chaka in both Black Panther and Civil War. Uh, he has an extensive uh, filmography, but none of it sort of jumped out at me as incredibly nerdy. Although I will say that in 1988, he has one piece of his filmography, and that was in a movie called An African Dream. Uh, Kraglin is played by an actor we already covered, uh, whoopsie, accidentally on a future episode, because I... Um, just frankly forgot he was in this mm-hmm. one. So look for that at uh, the end of 1992 when we've already uh, talked a whole bunch more about Black Panther stuff, and then um, the unnamed but well named other person who we've uh, may or may not be known as Taserface Boiler. is played by is the played, artist formerly known the artist formerly known as Taserface because of a Futurly dispute with his label, um, Future Taserface FTF. Um, is played by Chris Sullivan, which I had not put together that the guy from This Is Us is also Taserface, but then it made sense to me because they are uh, the same build and voice and face with makeup.
0: Hmm.
1: You know, because they're the same person.
0: Uh, Did not recognize that either, honestly, Yeah, until you said it. Yeah. Uh,
1: Three episodes of Amphibia, uh, which is the show that I watch with uh, my son or that I did. We started and enjoyed, but uh, we have moved on to Owl House uh, briefly now. It's also very good. Uh, He was in Guardians of the Galaxy 2, famously. And uh, he was also in two episodes of Stranger Things, which I had forgotten Mm. because he's in the first two episodes of Stranger Things. He's the first person to meet Eleven, and then he's not Mm. in the show anymore for whatever reason. Mm. Mm. And I cried only a little bit when I remembered that he was on that show and he was very good in it. And then he was in one episode of The Americans, um, Mm. which I... I, I do mention the Americans when I see it because it is, I, I sort of think of it as, well, uh, what if Black Widow, but not any powers. So, which is sort of Black Widow because yeah. she doesn't have any powers, but like, you know, no Red Room. Anyways, that is the Avengers Ensemble, concisely and coherently delivered by me, James Anderson. And now it's time for me to talk some more while I take us out of this show. <laughs> That'd be a commercial break if we were uh, having commercials. Um, Fisher, hats, hats. Once hats. again, hats. There's the, there's the They go. Brought to you by hats on your head. Or do they? They do. Hats. Fisher, thank you so much for joining us today for this episode. Thank you. Um, it fun. We will talk to you very soon. But before we go, uh, where can people find you if you would like to be found on the internet, or would sure. like to remain a mystery? That is okay too.
2: Um, you know what? I'll I'll let people find me. I guess. No, you can follow me, uh, Fisher Forty Five Joyce, on social media or Fisher Joyce on YouTube, um, and check out my my uh, podcast, Mass of Woodlock, if you want. It's on YouTube.
0: Fantastic.
2: Well, that's going to do it for
1: us for today. Uh, as always, I'm James Anderson.
2: I'm Colin Parker. I'm Fisher Joyce, Excelsior.